Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Off the Hook. Airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Welcome as we get rolling and on this uh, beautiful Tuesday or whenever you're listening, I remind you, please set your notifications on Twitter, Facebook, subscribe to YouTube and also like us on YouTube so we can bring you more. So uh, coming up on the program, Chris Landry at LandryFootball.com, we'll have some comments on uh, Mr. Tellender, one of Tennessee's commitments over the weekend. And uh, then also um, we'll have comments on John Sauter. And uh, coming up, how Cooper Manning got his name Cooper. I'm sorry, how Cooper Mays got his oh. name Cooper from Cooper Manning. Okay. That's an okay. interesting story. I'm not sure it's printworthy, but it's it's interesting. And then thoughts on uh, Nico as he continues to uh, continues to recruit for the balls. But um, so I remind you, please subscribe and. Uh, like so you'll see us more often in your feed because they say that YouTube's very intuitive is what I hear Amanda how are you this morning I'm doing well I'm uh, well rested so yep. good to go yep. how are you uh, I just I'm, I'm uh, exceptionally happy and pleased I showed your column that we're going to get into it's going to post on offthehooksports.com if it hasn't already depending on when you're listening a really neat breakdown of three stars and that they can be the foundation of a program and even more. Uh, Ethan, how are you, sir? I know you've got some uh, semi-breaking news of a gentleman who is down to, what, just three schools? Yeah, Jeremiah Cobb, um, I believe he said last night that he was going to be down to three schools. That's Auburn, Clemson, and Tennessee. I uh, wrote something about it, just went up. Should be available to read for anybody uh, listening right now or whenever because it's up early in the morning. Good stuff. I uh, want to welcome the Mattress Place on board. 22 years on Chapman Highway. Marine Corps veteran owned. They are an A-plus uh, Better Business Bureau member. Over 225 five-star reviews on Google. The Mattress Place there on Chapman Highway. No need for a holiday. Their prices will beat other store prices every single day. Next day, delivery and financing available. Got discounts for veterans, police, Senior and students open seven days a week. No gimmicks, just 30 to 70% off every day. So the NIL spotlight has apparently caught Miami as we get to some news of the day. So it caught Tennessee uh, with Nico and his commitment in March when a story came out. And Amanda, the link was, and Ethan, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the link was never actually made. <clears throat> Between eight million 
and Nico. Like the stories came out on the same day, and we all believe that's the case, but it was never actually uh, connected, so to speak. Well, now a very similar thing is happening at Miami, and it could have an impact on Tennessee. But before we get to that, Amanda, you may like, love, or hate the NIL, but the simple fact is now you have the University of Florida that's upset they lost out on a quarterback prospect, Jaden Rashada, and they're claiming it was all because of money. Sounds like Jimbo Fisher. The bottom line is this is all legal. I don't – it may not be right. You may think the speed limit should be 35 when it's 55. But, Amanda, that's yeah, just where we are. I don't think I'd ever think it was should be 35 when it's 55, maybe 75 when it's 55, but that's just me. Um, no, it's the NIL is, is tricky. And honestly, this is what we get with the NCAA going zero to full throttle on this thing where players could get nothing. And now all of a sudden the sky's the limit. So I think what other schools are trying to do, even, you know, Nick Saban, and maybe Florida, I think what they're trying to do is really bring attention to the fact that this is getting out of hand very fast. You know, we're, we're talking about eight million. Now we're talking about nine and a half million. It's getting out of hand and the NCAA needs to hone it on in and do something different because there are literally no rules to this thing. There are no rules to this thing. So no. it, it makes no sense. And there's a lot of these collectives out there, Ethan, that, uh, I mean, let's be real honest. I mean, they're saying they want to help the schools and they want to help the kids. They want to make money. I mean, let's just be real frank. I mean, but that's one of the collectives that is involved in this Miami thing. I don't think these collectives, and I know we talked about the Spire Group, I don't think they 100% know what they are supposed to be yet. I, I think it's very possible and uh, kind of going to Amanda's point, something that's very interesting about this, obviously the Miami, the backstory, Miami getting this quarterback um, supposedly from Florida saying that they just recruit him better and, and all that. He's a four-star guy. This, this isn't even a top of the line, like, you know, Arch Manning type recruit. This is, I mean, four-star good stuff. You know, he's probably a very good quarterback. He's a four-star guy. He's not the top-of-the-line guy. He's not a, a top-five player nationally. If they're going to give that money to him, and that just happened to be the specific program that he wanted to go to, not to mention in um, in this article I read about it, they said that Florida offered him more and that he actually yeah. just wanted to go to Miami. And it's like, okay, so there's, I guess, slight uh, – not ethics is the word, but, you know, I want to go where I want to go instead of I just want to go with all the money. But I'm also getting $9.5 million. So it kind of makes the decision a little bit easier. I think, I mean, that is just insane when you put it into that perspective. I've seen a lot of, I guess, things on Twitter, things, I guess, throughout the news world saying that NIL is more complex than we, I guess, as average readers can even really imagine and that it's only going to get worse from here. And so I would agree with what Amanda said. I think she hit it on the head that it, there's, it's just kind of a lawless land right now and it's not going to get any better. Nope. Yeah. And we, you know, we're involved in the NIL game. Uh, I make no bones about it. I mean, we do because I think they're worth it. Uh, we do pay Jacob Warren and Cooper Mays for weekly appearances, and it's something we don't shy away from because I think the kids deserve it. Now, do I think a kid deserves $8 million before he steps on campus? Probably not. That's that's We're talking about two different things here. But, um, you know, how does this affect Tennessee? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you because uh, I was talking to Chris Landry yesterday, and he said that he hears Miami is making the hard push uh, for Francis Maligawa. How I did on that, Ethan? Can I get a thumbs up? Yeah, pretty close. I'll take it. So, um, you know, the offensive tackle out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. So maybe Miami has that quarterback to build around, not as highly rated as Nico. But, Ethan, that does affect Tennessee and the whole Francis recruitment, which I know he's as coveted a player on Tennessee's board as anybody else. I would say to a certain extent it does. We also have to remember the thing I said uh, from that article I read that this quarterback, forgive me, I forget his name, started with an R, four-star guy, he 
supposedly picked Miami. Yeah, he supposedly picked Miami because he wanted to go to Miami over Florida, which uh, reportedly, I'll I'll, I'll put a uh, retroactive uh, allegedly on this, that reportedly Florida was offering him more money. So maybe that has a little something to play into it. And it's going to vary person to person. Uh, obviously, Francis Maligoa, he could want to go to Florida for the money. He could also just want to go to Tennessee because he believes in the system. Because while a lot of these guys are, I feel like, chasing a paycheck and chasing, you know, this is where I want to go that can best um, prepare me for the NFL, there are some people that their motives are different. And we just don't know anything about Francis Maligoa, about which he's going to pick. So it's hard to judge person to person. Well, Amanda, with with all of these guys coming in and getting this guaranteed money before they play a snap in college football, before they ever actually have an official jersey, uh, I think in some shape, form, or fashion needs to be stopped. However, how do you put the toothpaste back in the tube? Because if you go back and say, all right, uh, no more paying players until they're actually on campus and they can provide a legitimate service to a client, i.e. advertiser, someone in marketing. I, but it's it's out of the tube. So then it's just going to go under the table. I don't understand how you backstep that. I don't I don't know that it's possible. <clears throat> I mean, I think you have to. There, this You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to set some kind of, of laws and boundaries on this thing because it is it's just getting out of hand but what i don't understand about this whole thing is everyone is the school's making all the money off of these players yada 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 the schools aren't paying anything they're not paying anything for these players they're still not paying anything so with the whole ncaa they're doing exactly the opposite of what they like went for years preaching against and that was boosters giving players money they kept saying it's unfair it's unfair some some universities have more boosters some have you know richer boosters blah 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 blah. we've turned around and not only have we made it you know preferred or that's now the way it's going to be handled we have set no limits on this thing so it's ncaa has literally cut off its nose to to spite its face well, and you've told the kids, too, Ethan, that they are worth this. Now, as I've pointed out in a column on offthooksports.com, I think the market will bear this out, what a five-star quarterback is worth or a four-star quarterback. I think in the end, the market will bear it out. And I think you're going to see businesses start to wait until until the kids are proven in college. I think that's what will naturally happen. However, at the same time, uh, if I'm a prospect and I saw the class before me, let's say they put in legislation tomorrow and I see the class before me getting these eight million and nine million dollar agreements to come to the university, I'm sure as heck going to ask. Yeah, it's the same reason, I guess, two friends don't discuss how much money they make. It's you know, you look you can look back if, if you're one of these recruits and you can say, hey, that guy, four-star quarterback, made $9.5 million at the, going to the University of Miami. I'm a five-star guy. I want 12. <laughs> and we're just going to yeah. keep playing this game round and round. It's just going to keep going up. You know, that's never going to go down. And eventually, I'm not saying right now or maybe even within the next five years if this keeps happening like this, which I doubt it will, eventually these groups are going to be like, hey, this is a lot of money. And you guys are telling me, you know, under the table, hey, go over here and go get this guy. We're like, hey, this is a lot of money. I'm not sure I care anymore. You know, the success isn't exactly panning out here because what if this Miami quarterback, this four-star guy goes in and the the fear that we've had all along, he tears his ACL. And then the blah, blah sports group has paid this guy $9.5 million. They're going to start getting a little angry and they're not going to pay that much in the future. But people are going to want that money in the future. I don't know. It's just a circle. I feel like that's going to become even more of a problem here in a bit. Yeah. I mean, once you lay a price on it, but the price is going to be there, whether or not it's technically legal or not. Um, I mean, you know, you... I wonder how the kids are going to play after they already receive nine and a half million dollars just to step on the campus. Like, are you, you know, with right now in college, 
you play to make it to the NFL. You do, you lay everything out on the field to make it that next step, to be the best that you can be. And to get to the NFL where you make all this money, you're handing these kids millions of dollars to walk on the field. If I were, if I were the kid, why wouldn't I just go out on the field and be like, all right, I'm here. Give me my 9 million. I'm out. See ya. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? You have to have a love for the game or at least love for being famous or something, something like that to motivate you to want to make it to that next step. If not, I mean, you're handing a kid $9 million. There we go. And we're done. Now there are all kinds of potential problems in, in the, the NIL issue. I want to get to today's full question, a couple of other quick news and notes. Um, the news today is brought to you by our friends at Midnight Oil Service and Tire Direct. That's Steve Ray's Midnight Oil Service and Tire Direct. He is awesome. In Noodle Wall, first choice in tires, auto repair, and regular vehicle maintenance, such as oil changes, wheel alignments, and brake repair. They always keep the customer service and safety in mind. Expect the highest quality. That's Steve Ray's Midnight Oil Service and Tire Direct. And right next door, you can go to Owl's Nest Barbecue. And Owl's Nest Barbecue is absolutely fantastic when it comes to your barbecue supplies. Whether you need the rubs, whether you need the smoking pellets, whether you need the wood chips, the sauce, whatever you need, it's all right there. Or the grill. They've got some awesome grills as well. So certainly check them out right there in Oodlewall. Go to Owl's Nest Barbecue. Dot com. So, uh, guys, thoughts on a poll question? And I, I kind of was going to string this together a little bit. Um, we had Kyrie Irving that decides to stay with the Nets. So, a bittersweet day for Nets fans. You keep a super talented player, but you keep a guy that has crazy time ego and maybe functionally insane. Um, so, you keep him. And I'm curious. Well, he's. He's a flat earther. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. But that whole vaccine thing, he stood up for what he believed in. I'm not going to get into the vaccine thing at all. Well, I appreciate him standing up. Okay, good. All right, today's poll question um, is, you know, maybe not even as interactive, but I just ask you guys, um, what's a player throughout your sports fandom that you just hated rooting for? Because if I'm a Nets fan, I'm like, oh, boy, we got Kyrie back. And I'm like, oh, man, got Kyrie back. So mine's pretty easy because I thought he would always choke in the clutch and I've uh, proved to be true. And now I have to see the guy like every Sunday afternoon. It was Tony Romo. Uh, I was I was actually at the game with Bill Parcells, the last game of the season, and they're chanting Romo, Romo. And half the people didn't know who that guy was because Drew Bledsoe was a starter and they wanted to replace Bledsoe. And I knew who Romo was, got to watch Romo, remember the botched nap for the win at Seattle. And I just, I was like, man, he's got 10 years left. (laughs) He's laughing at me. I was like, this dude's got 10 years left and I'm going to have to continue to watch him. So Ethan, anybody like that fall in that category for you? See, not particularly. The The best I could think of is I'm a Utah Jazz fan, and, I mean, Carl Malone has to come to mind. I never watched him play, but, I mean, that's got to be the guy you pick, right? <laughs> he's, he's he's not a good human being, but still, when it comes down to it, you got to be like, yeah, Carl Malone played for the Jazz, and, you know, he's one of the all-time greats, but he's also a very awful human being, so... Yeah, there's, like, uh, an abandoned child and all kinds of stuff, and Malone also... I wonder if he has the Grand Slam of Sheep right now. Do you know what that is, Amanda? Do you know what the Grand Slam of Sheep is? No. When I interviewed Carl Malone, he opened a sporting goods store in Gallagher. He uh, was one sheep away from the Grand Slam of Sheep. And that's when you... <laughs> this is true. What? And you, you got, they're on four different continents, and you have to hike like 10 miles to get to them. And then you kill that sheep and there's only like, uh, you know, like a few hundred people. It's in the grand slam of sheep. They've killed that particular sheep. So just like a couple hundred people or whatever that are douchebags? Or... <laughs> the grand slam of sheep. Um, that's a real thing. Four different North American wild sheep. So I guess they're all in the same country the Dollstone stone bighorn and desert bighorn that 
uh, breakdown of your sheep. Brought to you by Zool Beer Company. What's going on at Zool Beer Company there, Amanda? Um, so everything's going on. We actually just ran out of the world, the gold medal in the World Cup. We ran out of that beer on draft. We just recently ran out. So we still have it in four packs, I believe. So if you can get down there to get that, get down there to get that. Good stuff. Check them out. They've got the big panoramic view. It's an awesome place, Soul Beer Company, to hang out. What was our poll question yesterday, Ethan? Do you remember or recall that one? I know that I got a good spark of people that were very intrigued about the 100K. We did that one. So Tennessee (laughs) will stay over 100K with some switching around of seats and and such at Neyland Stadium. Um, it, so that oh, was, that was I know fun. what it what was. Did, what did we have yesterday? Yeah, it was that. Are you uh happy with Tennessee recruiting this past weekend as it stands today? Okay, so what did we get on that as of Monday? Tennessee got two three star commitments, they didn't get the Maui Goas of the world, um, the highly, highly rated guys that they coveted, but they will announce at least uh Francis will in July. The fourth. So what do, what did we get on that? Are people happy? By the way, we had Ryan Callahan on. He said Tennessee fans should be very happy <clears throat> about the weekend. I guess I saw saw two three star prospects, and it didn't blow me out of the water. But I've kind of changed my tune. Ethan, what did we hear from the faithful following on the Twitter? Yeah, it was it was pretty shocking. It's ninety three seven for yes, they believe it was a good weekend. Wow. Yeah. That's just one-sided. The most polarized, not polarizing, the most one-sided we've had yet. Yeah. So, well, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are big three stars out there, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give all of them away. But in the column coming out, you wouldn't believe the names, the big names in the NFL at the moment that were three-star recruits. Yeah. One, one of them, two of them are Aaron's. Just FYI, Aaron's. The end. Okay. I mean, the second plus, the second best player on Tennessee's team wasn't even a three star. He was a two star. Cedric Tillman. I think I've said that already. Uh, I, I go back to that every single time someone says a three star can't be good. Cedric Tillman is not a not a, uh, a three star, two star prospect. That guy. I'm not sure who missed the train on that one, but I used to um, a few years ago, Ethan. I used to really take the star ratings with a great salt because I knew that certain websites would get their guys boosted because they had more subscribers than other websites. So uh, player X commits to school X. Well, website X calls the national guys and says, Hey, can we get another star put on this guy? So that's mm-hmm. kind of how it worked. And I don't think that's as bad in the past few years. I think it's a little bit more by the board. Would you, would you agree with that? I mean, for the most part, I mean, to me, a three-star guy is a somewhere guy. You know, he he's going to have a scholarship. Four-star, more options. Five-star is an anywhere guy. Yeah, that's I'd say that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good. Okay, Viles Automotive Group on Callahan is where car shopping is made easy at Viles Automotive. It's their mission to be the automotive home of drivers in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. They provide a vast selection of used vehicles, exceptional car care, and customer service with a smile. Their local dealership Keeps a great stock of used cars, trucks, and SUVs in inventory. They've got competitive prices they offer on every pre-owned model. So check them out. They've got financing, and they keep you going with an excellent service department. So coming back, a breakdown of John Slaughter, one of Tennessee's newest commitments as we visited with Chris Landry about Slaughter after the commitment. And also... Why is Cooper Mays named after Cooper Manning? Uh, just doesn't sound right. And Nico killing it on the recruiting trail. More after this with Amanda, Ethan, um, Dave Hooker back in two minutes. To own the more that owns every job, then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. 
At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. This is Al's Desk Barbecue Supply, so come on in see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Desk Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Excited that we will have some prizes to give away from our friends at Owl's Nest. And uh, now it's time for Talking Crouton. Talking Crouton brought to you by Big Orange Phillies. Go to Big Orange Phillies right there in the middle of Halls. And it's a very easy drive for those of you up in Maynardville. They've got the quick bites. They know it's tough to get out of the office for a long lunch. So you can get something cold from the fridge or order hot food from the counter. They've got fresh ingredients. Casual shouldn't mean stale. And stay a while. We've got the darts, billiards, live entertainment, and karaoke. And please, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. And we certainly appreciate that. So more of our content gets your way. So we're talking three stars. Amanda, give us a little tease of the column. So you found three three stars that are all NFL top players before we get to talk mm-hmm. recruiting brought to you by Big Orange Phillies. Tennessee picks up three three stars over the weekend. And what are the three three stars you found that have gone on to probably, well, in two cases, one of the half cases, a Hall of Fame NFL career? Oh, there's two Hall of Fame NFL yeah. careers. I think you could argue if Aaron Donald retired in the offseason like he joked about. Now he signed a new contract. I think you could argue that his career was too short. But I'm not arguing that. Two at least. Sorry, go ahead. There's there's at least two. I mean, you have the best offensive player in the game and the best defensive player in the NFL, both of them. It's it's not even really a competition. Aaron Rodgers was a three-star. So I butchered it. I butchered it. Reset the three names so so we all know. I butchered it. Go ahead. You didn't. Aaron Rodgers was a three-star. Aaron Donald was a three-star. And so is Josh Jacobs. So that's 100% Hall of Fame, 99% Hall of Fame, and Josh Jacobs, one of the better young players in the NFL. That's As of now, yeah. 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 I mean, that's it's insane. 
if you're just talking fantasy football, I mean, I know most people don't <laughs> do defensive players, but if you're talking fantasy football, that's two first round picks right there. Yeah. Ethan, is there one of those out of that group that surprises you, you the most? I guess mine would be, I'm not surprised by Donald because I think he could be, it could have been viewed as a little bit of a tweener. He was probably what, 250 pounds coming out of high school. He's that's like, what they call them, a tweener. Did they? All right. Well, that's just that was me guessing. I don't know. I wouldn't know where you would play him. He plays at about 268 now. Rodgers, you know, we have seen quarterbacks like Carson Wentz go the smaller, you know, smaller school route and blossom late. And he didn't go, Rodgers didn't go smaller school, but he did blossom late. Um, I'm not really surprised by Jacobs. I'm surprised by Jacobs. Weirdly enough, Jacobs is the one I'm the most surprised about because, I mean, he, he went to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Three stars yeah. don't really get much shine at Alabama, so I would not have guessed. Maybe not surprise is the right word. Would have guessed it out of those three. I would have. I mean, because Aaron Rodgers, you can say, because didn't he go to – he went to Juco, I think. So that doesn't surprise me, really. And then went, I think he was Juco. I think yeah, he was he Juco was before Cal. Cal. Okay, maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure. And then Aaron Donald for the reasons Dave said. And then, I mean, Josh Jacobs of the three, I would have guessed that he would have been a four-star just because he went to Alabama, that that reason alone, because I know he got good playing time at Alabama. And so I just wouldn't have guessed it because I obviously don't know the the uh, the amount of stars Josh Jacobs had before before today. So Yeah, he went to, went to Butte Community College. Um, Rogers did. Rogers did. So uh, there in beautiful Chico, California, before he went on to Cal. He also had that Tedford label, if you guys remember. Jeff Tedford had a lot of guys who didn't pan out in the NFL, and that worked against him. I can still remember seeing uh, that visual of Aaron Rodgers sitting in the draft room and not getting picked. Um, that was uh, pretty pretty brutal. So we did have, and I want to encourage you to check us out on YouTube because we've got extra content there, but we did have uh, one Chris Landry to talk about John Slaughter, who is a three-star defensive back committed to Tennessee, uh, along with Jeremiah Tellender, who is a linebacker. So help on the defensive side. And Chris Landry at LandryFootball.com was not or was surprised when he turned on the tape and took a look at Slaughter that more teams weren't on board. And the team that just hurts the absolute most, think 2009 and some guy that, uh, his name runs with train. Maybe. Here is uh, uh, Chris Landry. Uh, but first, I'll set it up properly. We're talking Cruden. Talking Cruden. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. All right, so here's Chris Landry talking about uh, one John Slaughter, one of Tennessee's recent commitments. The other commitment that Tennessee picked up, again, a, a three-star guy, and uh, Tennessee did like him. And I've heard from some other recruiting analysts that they were a little surprised more schools uh, weren't involved. Tell us uh, what you know about John Slaughter in the defensive backfield. Well, when I looked at him on tape, I, I was surprised that he's not ranked a little bit higher. He's the kid from South Haven, Mississippi High School. Uh, Ole Miss is – just devastated. They that was a priority get for them, um, you know. So that's the one school that that the uh, you know big school that you know the Kentuckys. And you're right, not a lot of bigger schools offer them. But you know what? He can be the hybrid linebacker in that role when they need to play him, it, it, which is to me he's got enough size to do that. His strength is his natural ability in the deep middle of the field. Um, he's got versatility. Um, I think he plays the ball well. He's a naturally athletic guy. Um, he shows good lateral agility. He can jump, high point the ball, like his eye-hand coordination. And, I, you know, I, he's just a jack-of-all-trades. He's 6'2", 200. I see him as a 212, 215-pound guy who is, again, good enough – to be in that hybrid role and maybe be in some run situations, but um, and and that's some of what they do. They interchange guys, but I mean he's a deep secondary defender that's got some versatility. What's not to like about the guy? I'm really surprised that 
you know, the, I guess the evaluation by some of the bigger schools that weren't a little bit higher. I, I see him as a guy that would be more of a four-star looking type of guy to use that vernacular. And again, I don't grade him with stars, but I'm a little bit surprised. Like I, you know, Alabama got a, a big time commitment this weekend. They, they've recruited a different level and, but this guy has great versatility and I, I think it's a pretty good get for Tennessee personally. Yeah, so Ole Miss. I want to change. Can I change up the poll question, Ethan? Oh, I'll totally change again. that. It's right happening. Yeah. Okay, new poll question. <laughs> Let's post this one for real and get some response on this. What team do you, do you like to stick it to most in recruiting? This is already better in my in my opinion. Agreed. <laughs> 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 so you can just you with Alabama, Georgia, and just when you put Ole Miss, put Ole Miss with Lane. And then Florida. Well, yeah, yeah Florida. I would so I would Alabama. almost put Florida over Alabama just because Bama's such a powerhouse. I don't know. That's let's hard. Phrase this, let's that's let's hard. phrase this. I guess we could have four. What what are we doing here? We yeah. only have three. <laughs> we, well, we have three. four. We can do four on let's the do Twitter, all, right? All four. Okay. So we'll do Alabama. Yeah. We'll say let's lead it with uh John Sauter pick Tennessee o- over Ole Miss. What uh, pro, what SEC program do you most like to stick it to in recruiting? <laughs> you would say how- which one would you like to like? Which SEC program would you like to steal their recruits the most? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they're guaranteed yeah. to go to like, oh, like when uh, Rashawn Evans is guaranteed to go to Auburn, and you know Alabama came in last minute and he signed with Alabama. That's that was a good moment for all of the Alabama fans. We enjoyed that thoroughly. We'll we'll let Ethan make the call. Stick it to or steal from. Heard. Yeah. Oh, and Which by one? the way, well, what are we going with? Which one are we going with, Ethan? I think I like stick it to better. No offense uh, to whoever didn't pick that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. By the <laughs> way, Cam Sutton was a three star at UT. That's we true. Defensive players who are three stars that True. Uh, for UT, Cam Sutton was one. Okay, so what do you – A, a uh, if that group – if you're a Tennessee fan, what program do you most want to stick it to in recruiting, A, and then B, what do you think the fans will say? Amanda, I'll start with you. As far as sticking it to in recruiting, I'm going to say fans will say – Probably Alabama, honestly, because just because of where Alabama is in recruiting and how they're always, you know, not always, but most of the time they're in the, at least, if they're not number one, they're in the top five, at least every year. So I think that when you can steal something from Alabama, when they're the, you know, the halves of the college football world, I think you're going to choose that. That's cool. It doesn't hurt that you're, you know, a big rival. I would actually say Georgia, um, just because they're in the East. And I think you'll have some people that will respond, especially by the way we're setting it up, Ethan. You'll have some people respond that will say, because of Lane, they'll say I'll miss. But I think Georgia, if you can get yourself to number one in the East, Considering what Georgia is, you've done something really, really special. I think I would slightly – I'm going to walk back on what I said a little bit ago and say Alabama is probably a very close second, but I think I would go with Georgia as well for the reason you named, just because they're in the East. Like, I feel like Tennessee and Alabama are just on such another, like, a different echelon when it comes to recruiting that – you know, Georgia is as well, but I feel like not to the level of Alabama. Like, Alabama can just get whoever they want. Georgia, for the most part, can get whoever they want, but not always. And so you see Tennessee, I feel like, stealing recruits from Georgia more that matter because it's also like, you know, I feel like Georgia is more of a hotbed for recruits, Atlanta, that area, more than you know, Montgomery, Alabama, say. Um, so I would I would go Georgia just, just barely over Bama. Gotcha. Again, um, what do you think fans will say though? I think Ole Miss will have a strong. I, I think it'll. I think it. I think it'll be Georgia. I, I. I think for all the reasons I just said, it'll be. I think people will agree with me and you and, and say Georgia. 
Or maybe Florida, because they hate Florida the most. Who knows? They do hate Florida, but this is also a kind of Florida. recency bias thing. So I feel like people won't say Florida right now because they're reeling. <laughs> they're they're really not doing too well at the moment, especially with this whole Miami thing that just came out that we talked about a bit ago. That four star, they they seem to kind of be in shambles uh, uh, down there in Gainesville. Don't you like the fact, if you're a Tennessee fan, that you're not one of the teams that is all emotional over getting a prospect stolen from you? I mean, again, this is all legal. But there you have Jimbo Fisher getting all hurt over, you know, Nick Saban calling him out. Now you have Florida getting all hurt over losing a guy to Miami. I would rather be the guy who's pushing the rules than the guy who's complaining about the guy who's pushing the rules. Does that make sense, Amanda? Are you serious? Yes, I would rather be the guy pushing the rules as opposed to the other guy who's saying, that Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s restrictor plate's too wide. <laughs> That's not what I'm wanting. You were in a NASCAR race over the weekend. Yes, I you was. You ain't breaking the rules. You ain't trying. Robin's racing, okay? But anything. Robin's racing. But I mm, – you say that Tennessee fans aren't going to get emotional about recruiting? No, I'm just saying I would rather be the team that's pointed to as, hey, they are towing the line, pushing the limit, going ballistic math, whatever they're doing, as opposed to the other team that's just whining about it. I would rather be Tennessee or Miami than I would rather than than to be Florida or Texas A&M. Is that making any sense, Ethan? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean Yeah, but it depends on if you're if you're whining or if you're just literally legitimately trying to call attention of the NCAA to hey, this is getting out of control, do something. I guess the better way to phrase what he's saying is Tennessee doesn't really have a problem right now. There are other schools that have problems. <laughs> Tennessee at the moment doesn't have much of a problem, I would say. I mean, because they got Nico. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, you can talk about the $8 million that is supposedly, uh, allegedly, retroactive, allegedly uh, tied to, to Nico. But other, you, you have Nico. You have a five-star. You got a couple four-star guys in Davis and Herring. You, you're feeling pretty good about where your where your uh, 2023 cycle is going as of right now. A big part of that's Nico um, and uh, comments about Nico from Chris Landry brought to you by the Mattress Place. Uh, like and subscribe for more on our YouTube channel. But here's the impact that Nico's having per Chris Landry on our Chalk Talk segment, uh, Chris Landry talking Nico's impact on Tennessee recruiting. Because had an opportunity to hear some comments from Nico, the five-star quarterback out of California. And I'll tell you what, if he's recruiting half as hard as he says he is, he's doing a fantastic job for Tennessee. And I look back at the history of it, Tennessee picks up about four commitments right after he committed in March, and they pick up two when he's on campus this weekend, I do believe he's having a tangible effect on this class. Chris, am I wrong? No, I think he is. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to know behind the scenes, but uh, it's either that or a coincidence in the fact that he's such a highly regarded quarterback and, and kind of a, a beacon light of, Hey, look, it's cool. It's chic to, to come to Knoxville again. And, you know, getting other top players. When you're a top guy, these kids all know the names, even at other positions, who the best players are. When you have a guy like Nico come in, say he's an elite player and you're a really good player and you don't maybe have the, the notoriety, you, you, it, you tend to listen and you tend to take that more to heart. So I think he's having a positive impact and uh, certainly uh, with friends and my yoga uh, is, is someone that he hopes to, uh, to get in, but others um, that he's already got in, I think he's had an, an effect, you know, he's the best recruiters are your players and, and uh, the players that are on your team. But certainly when you get a guy like that, I think he's having a big impact. And you talk about Francis, the offensive tackle out of IMG Academy visited Tennessee this past weekend and Tennessee looks to be in pretty good shape for him. We'll see. He's going to announce on July the 4th. 
So there we go. That is um, Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com, as you can check him out. And if you're listening, then you're not seeing uh, me try to manage some of the videos, but you you <laughs> might start hearing Amanda laugh at me. I'm sorry. So that's why you need to go. If you're, if you're one of the many hundreds that are, are thousands that are listening oh, on just the audio, man. you need to go to YouTube just to see me just totally manhandle with man hands the video on yeah podcast. it's it's worse you than you trying to pronounce nico's name nico yamuleva yamuleva oh, yamuleva i got it i went over it with greg biggins and he said i had it right there's greg one biggins. more vowel in there yeah <laughs> yamuleva yeah, oh, all lay just call him nico yeah, no i don't think there is i don't think there is an yamuleva yamuleva there's a lot of vowels that make different sounds how much time have we spent trying to pronounce this guy's name i'm just going to need an hour at this point thank you so we've yes so we we have determined that um the three-star prospects like john Sauter and uh jeremiah tellender can have an impact um and i love the one that ethan brought up about Ethan Stone. I have no idea why Cedric Tillman. Do you recall anything from his recruitment? Why he was just a two-star guy? I mean... No, I really... Sorry, there's something in my throat. I really don't. The only thing I really know about Cedric Tillman beforehand is obviously that he was a two-star. He came out of the same high school as Will Stallings, a recent um, Tennessee running back commit. And So if you want to kind of look at that pipeline and say Will Stallings is going to be a beast too and that he's underrepresented, then feel free to do so. I'm not sure I'd make that leap, but I I didn't know that much about Cedric Tillman before, and I I feel like that's the point. Nobody really did, but he still came out of nowhere, and he's, you know, one of the most dominant wide receivers in the SEC right now. So we settled on that poll question. Repeat that for those that want to take part in our poll question that's on the Twitter yeah, let me find it real fast. It was, um, who do you prefer sticking it to in recruitment more between <laughs> Alabama, Florida, Ole Miss, and Georgia? We've already got a heavy leader as of right now. It's Alabama at 60%. Whoa. Hey, Less than you. 10 minutes in. Yeah. So, but i tell you what, uh, especially after those Alabama-Auburn games, there are some fans of those two schools that could use – uh, some CBD treats. Well, they have those at crafttreats.com. It'll bring them down a little bit. Sure. Amanda, you always hear of an Alabama or Auburn family member getting shot after an Alabama Auburn game. Okay, you don't always hear about You do, it? do. Every year. Google and Sunday. <laughs> Google and Sunday after the Iron Bowl, and there yeah. will be an Auburn or Alabama fan shot. They don't always die, okay? They don't always no, die. It's just, so. it's just a wound. It's just, it's just a flesh wound. It's, it's they'll just get a over flesh it. wound. It'll be all right. They'll, you know, they'll move on. They learned their lesson. Tell you what will help you with that pain is the pain reduction there at Craft Treats. Typically, they're for pets, but you, if, you know, if you get shot by 22 in the arm and you need something right there and the Craft Treats is sitting there, I'm going to go for it. And 22 is not going to do anything. I'm scared of you. Full spectrum CBD treat. Uh, so it contains minor cannabinoids that increase the benefits of CBD. So situational anxiety for your pet, car rides, storm anxiety, but the anti-inflammatory properties are awesome as well. And they've got pain reduction benefits that will help for those older dogs that might have been shot. Actually, don't, okay, don't shoot dog. your dog. Do not. Shoot so you dog. can shoot an Alabama or Auburn fan, but you can't shoot a dog. Look, a dog can't talk back. When the Auburn fans start running the mouth, I mean, I, mm, mm. I I just don't know, Ethan, ultimately why anybody would run their mouth towards Alabama at all right now. I mean, maybe that changes <laughs> at one point. But even Georgia won the national title and lost to them last year. And who would you bet on this year? I mean, I don't know why anybody talks trash to Alabama ever. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There was a brief moment in like 2018-19 where you thought the power was shifting in favor of Clemson. I don't know if any of you guys remember that. Alabama was kind of the king for a while, and Clemson beat him one year, and it just felt like, man, Clemson, Sweeney, they're on a roll right now. And then the next year, they just were not good, and they are not good anymore. (laughs) They just have totally fell off a cliff because they've lost their amazing quarterback play, and and Alabama has just been able to retain that. So I would say, yes, Alabama is the king right now, and there's not really a close second, maybe Georgia. But you got to say, hey, you got to – come back with the greatest defense of all time this season, or you're just going to be one step behind. They beat the dog mess out of us. <laughs> I mean, the dog mess. I remember watching that game and just being completely deflated. Yeah. I mean, the dog mess out of us. Clemson made us like they were our daddy. Like, it's seriously, it's one of the only crazy. times. And you have to think about in my lifetime, Alabama has been good ever since I started watching football. And it's one of the only times I've seen them just get run up and down the field. And I was like, okay, the power's shifting here. You know, you got to you gotta respect what Sweeney and what Clemson are doing right now. And it just did not work Ooh, out the way hurts. I thought it would. It hurts. Well, that, that, that defensive front for Clemson was pretty once in a generation. Top. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me a little bit, not to always tie it back to the loss, but the 98 defensive front for Tennessee that was all recruited mm-hmm. out of Carolinas, the Carolinas. Reminded me of those guys a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was a really, really good group. But you're right. It took a, a generational type of defensive line or it took a generational type of defense to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. And generational, by definition, means every 25 years. So I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But <laughs> we'll see ultimately if um, Nick Saban wants to keep rolling after this year. We'll see. Yeah, could see us. You don't think Nick Saban – you think this is the last year for Nick Saban? Are you on record of that? Wow. I'm on record. That's crazy. Somebody might have brought that up to me, and I might have asked around, and I might have heard the same thing. I mean, it, it makes sense. <laughs> He's, I think he is sick and tired of this NIL stuff, and not to mention uh, – He's yep. getting pretty old as well. So I Okay, I can, first of all, he's not definitely old. See it. Well, I mean, he's not old, but he's getting up there. He's, he's been coaching for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty old. He's, he's he's not 90 or anything, obviously, but he's getting up there. He's been doing this a long time. He looks 52. What what I was told is that <laughs> this person because somebody got me thinking. But this this person um actually um could see a scenario where this team is is so good that he rides off into the sunset with, uh, I'll use the word generational too much, but a generational defensive end, a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Price, yeah. And, yeah, and and all of that. And this could be, you know, this could be the year where he walks off. Now, the, the other thing that I heard is um, that he may, may, want to hold on until 2026 because he would play West Virginia and he is from West Virginia. So I've been told that that is kind of a culmination or something that he is thinking about. Now, 2026 is a long ways away. That's four years. (laughs) He'll withstand more of this NIL stuff just so he can beat West Virginia 41 to three. (laughs) Yeah. Please hold on. Please hold on. I guess to wrap those two thoughts up, I, I think that he was probably thinking that West Virginia would be, it would be neat to go there. Very underrated yeah. place to see a game, by the way. Oh, Very yeah, underrated. Yeah. And I think that he thought, show up there, show what I did at Alabama. This is awesome. It's a great time to ride off in the sunset. But I think with the NIL, that's changed things it. a little bit. Because it's he just hates it's the NIL. So as I remind you, uh, like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. And then there's these comments from uh, one Cooper Mays brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. They provided East Tennesseans with honest, dependable heating and cooling service. I think you'll like this. Uh, Cooper Mays has integrity. He does. But he also has a name that's just kind of out of left field. He was actually in some shape, form or fashion. Named after Cooper Manning, 
follow with me here, here, kids. But you can listen to the Vol Report with Cooper Manny brought to you by City Heat and Air. It's on our YouTube page. Cooper Mays. Cooper it's Mays. Cooper Mays, not Cooper oh, Mays. I, okay. I think you're okay. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So here's Cooper Mays no. brought to you by City Heat and Air. So Cooper, Cooper Manning told his mom that he had found, like, he, he saw the girl that he was going to marry. And that was my mom. <laughs> so based off, of, like, I, I guess based off of looks, that was what spurred the comment on. And then she, so Miss Manning came over to my mom and told her, and she was like, basically what she got out of it was she wanted the name. I guess not the guy. I gotcha. So you're named after a guy that happens to be part of the biggest football family at all times and thinks your mom is super good looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad we boiled all that down into yeah. one little statement. There's a lot of layers there. It's like an onion. It's like we could just—I don't want to go any deeper in that onion. What I do want to ask you about because uh, Amanda Stin. So yeah, I was referencing Amanda. I don't know what I was saying about you. Do you want to go saw back to that. Oh, let's yeah, go back to Amanda Lafrada. I'm sorry about that, Amanda Lafrada, who joins us um, each and every day on off the hook sports she is actually doing some research into the number of three stars that go on to have success and um you weren't the highest rated guy in the world but here you are locked in as a starter and things have gone well for you um and i know that's had a chip on your shoulder at some point but what do you think about how fans view three stars four stars five stars um i would say over they overreact about it i would say like me, I could honestly say to you, like when all these kids come in that are new recruits, I have no idea what their star rating was or, you know, what they were. Like, obviously, you know, like there's obviously going to be some outliers. Like you hear about like people like Nico. Like I know he's highly recruited, but like highly rated. But other than that, I mean, kids just get there. Like this is how I look at it and all of my teammates look at it. You know, they get there and then after the first few workouts and maybe a couple practices, you make up a little rating system in your own mind. You're like, oh, that kid's, you know, you look at him and you're like, oh, he's the real deal or, oh, he's not. You don't, you never say anything. Like nobody knows anything about stars. It, it just doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really come into play. Let me tell you yeah. the three, let me tell you the three levels from uh, just my history of covering football. There's player. There's just a guy. There's a donkey. <laughs> Those are the three levels of college football players. Seriously, that's how they're referred. Yeah, he's a player. He can play. Yeah, he's pre- and then there's the guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. And then there's... Ugh. And that means that guy's just a donkey. <laughs> can't play. And that term is used pretty... I love the term donkey. Because, you know, we can't get away with a lot of the terms we've used in the past. But we can still yeah. use donkey and it's politically correct. Mm. Is it a horse or a mule, Amanda? I don't know. I I don't know, but I now I want to um, look up Cooper May's mom <laughs> to see if she like she's hot. I want or... to see what she looks like. Yeah. Oh my gosh! That, uh... How many people are gonna go and now Google Cooper May's mom just to see what she looks like? Everybody <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, if you're a Manning, you've seen a lot of a lot of pretty people. So I'm imagining this lady's got to be pretty stellar looking to get his attention. I imagine she is. But Mm -hmm. I just wonder, you know, if she looked at uh, maybe Peyton and said. No, thanks. (laughs) Sorry. Program today brought to you by the Vassy Lawn and Garden Center. Vassy Lawn and Garden Center. In uh, Cleveland, Man Alive is worth the drive. Toro, count on it. They've got the commercial and residential zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, commercial wide area mowers. They've got it all. They're awesome. Check out Bassey Lawn and Garden. Go to Bassey.com. 0% APR for up to 48 months. 3.99% for 60 months on the spot financing. So stop in today. Ethan, we have countdowns and good stuff going on off the hook sports.com. Uh, we have Amanda's column on uh, a look at three stars. We'll have an evaluation of uh, one John Sauter. What else we got going up there? I know you've been working on a really uh, a Ben Joyce piece that I'm really excited to read. 
Yeah, I'll I'll keep most of it under wraps, but it should be a pretty interesting story if we can get everything worked out the way I'm wanting it to. And yeah, just stay tuned for it. it should be out within the next little bit at the very least. Okay. Sounds great. Um, have a fantastic day again. Subscribe and listen. Turn your notifications on and like, whether it's YouTube, whether you're on the Twitter or the Spotify or wherever you are. Set your notifications on um, and you'll know we have content. We had like five pieces of audio content yesterday for you listening on the podcast version. All of that is or will be on YouTube by the end of the day. So have a fantastic Tuesday or whenever you're listening. For Amanda and Ethan, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.